welcome to the Food Freedom Podcast. I am Coach Mary Roberts, and this podcast is all about finding your freedom from food addiction. And we're going to talk about all things related to food addiction and recovery. Let's dig in. Before we jump in today, I want to remind everyone that I currently have my eight-week food freedom group registration open. It's only offered once a year. It's beginning October 22nd, right before Halloween, um, and just in time for the holiday season. There's already a handful of spaces filled. The spaces will be limited, so if you want this upcoming holiday season to be different for you, if you want to make it through the holidays food sober, then sign up for my group to give yourself the best chance. If you've already purchased my self-paced food freedom program, send me a message directly, um, either on my social media or on email, and I will send you a link that has a significant discount for you to participate in the group. For everyone else, your link is in the show notes. Welcome back. I am Coach Mary Roberts and your food freedom host. Today, I want to talk about how our ed voice is illogical. That ed voice is the the eating disorder voice, the voice of sabotage. Um, A while back, one of my favorite carnivores, Kelly Hogan, was talking on her Instagram story about a client of hers who was really struggling with going to the Starbucks drive-thru like regularly because it was uh, convenient to hit that drive-thru. So she would do it on a regular basis and then make a choice that wasn't good for her. Well, Kelly, smartly so, suggested that if convenience is the issue, then going to Wendy's instead and getting the Baconator without the bun and get, you know, ketchup and have them put mayo on it. And then the client, you know, responded with to her suggestion with, I thought we weren't supposed to have junky cheese and mayo. (sighs) So (laughs) this is a perfect example of how illogical Ed is. Ed had this lady opting for what she knows is totally terrible, the Starbucks sugary drink. And, you know, that seems to be okay but she objects to junky cheese and mayo. So the logical choice here, if if those are the only two choices, it's obviously Wendy's. Um, so I don't want to get into a debate about fast food. I think that, you know, when you're getting just meat patties and veggie toppings or cheese, that this is not a big deal to do once in a while. In fact, today I went to In-N-Out Burger and I got... Um, two flying Dutchmen. And so it was like eight ounces of hundred percent beef, two slices of cheese and some grilled onions. And it was delicious and satisfying. So anyway, um, that's one example. Um, so, you know, I've talked repeatedly here on this podcast about the voice of sabotage and the voice of sabotage is what I'm referring to as the Ed voice that, you know, that little voice in our head that really doesn't belong to us. It's a sabotaging voice Um, And it's that voice that tells us lies and delivers and plants um, illogical thoughts in our brain. And this voice has us doing things with food that make no sense. So one example of this that I like to share to just drive home the point, 
um, that the voice makes no sense is the example of when we're first newly food sober. And when we're newly food sober, we are still really, you know, tumbling around through the stages of, of grief. Um, you know, we struggle a lot with those and our ed brain gets very upset at the abstinence slash food sober discussion, you know, so when we're presented with the idea of abstaining from our drug foods, that voice of sabotage kicks into high gear. We will literally just be beginning our food sobriety and this panic sets in and that voice says something to the effect of, are you really going to go the rest of your life without eating cake? What about your daughter's wedding? Are you really not going to eat cake at your own daughter's wedding? Like, and it's really dramatic like that. We are panicking and this is the thought that's being planted. So here's the illogical part. The voice of sabotage is saying this to us and our daughter is six years old. Okay, she's not having a wedding anytime soon. It, that Ed voice has us worried about something way out into the future. And that way off in the future event stops us from making the right decision in the here and the now. Light years away from that scenario that was just presented to us. This fear is planted about something that isn't even in the realm of possibility right now. But we're going to let it stop us in the moment. So see what I mean by illogical? Um, another example of Ed being illogical is a scenario that we've probably all experienced. Um, I know I have. We're feeling really good and by our definition doing really well. And then Ed presents us with something like, just have one bite or, what, or just have one piece or just have this one cheat meal. And we give in to that. And the rule was presumably that we were going to have just this one. And it was even Ed's idea. So we go with it and we have the one bite or the one piece or the one cheat meal. And then immediately Ed turns on us and says something to the effect of, well, you've already screwed up by having this one bite, this one piece, this one cheat meal. So you may as well just go all out now for the rest of the day or the rest of the weekend or the rest of the holiday season, blah, 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 whatever it may be. And then we agree with it and act accordingly. So the analogy I like to use here is the flat tire analogy. Having that one piece, that one bite, that one cheat meal is like getting a flat tire. We get that flat tire and instead of looking at it and saying, dang it, I got a flat tire and then fixing it and getting back on the road, what we're actually doing when we continue to make bad eating decisions is essentially popping our other three tires. So we, we're looking at that flat and we're going, dang it, I got a flat tire. May as well pop the other three. It's completely illogical and makes no sense. Yet in our affliction of food addiction and disordered eating, we've repeatedly made that kind of decision. I know I lived like that for decades. The good news is, though, is that through recovery, through our daily pursuit of recovery, we can learn to combat and overcome this voice. 
the, the, the voice of sabotage, the illogical voice that lives in our brain. We're now um, officially into the Burr months, September, October, November, December. And this is notoriously the time of year that many people with Ed struggle. Um, I mean, many people literally refer to this time of year as the eating season. <laughs> but I'm here to tell you that this year can be different for you. You do not have to repeat the same patterns from years past. Just, just because, you know, Ed will say to you, well, this is what you always do. So just because, quote, this is what you always do doesn't mean that you have to continue doing that. You can start a new pattern um, of better decisions of food sobriety. So if you want to thrive through the holiday season and not struggle the way you traditionally do, you can make a decision today, right now, and commit to food sobriety. You can let January 1st roll around without any stress or anxiety and without the holiday weight gain, guilt, self-loathing, all those things that go along with um, you know, the, the decisions that we make that don't serve us well. Just go to the link in my show notes and sign up for my eight-week food freedom group that's beginning October 22nd. If you've already purchased my self-paced program, send me a direct message or an email and I will send you a special link with a deep discount to participate in the group. This group's um, only offered once a year, so make this year your year. Thank you so much for listening today and I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening today. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at KetoMary71, as well as my website, KetoCoachMary.com.